Good morning and welcome to day 20 of Lenten prayer with St. Cuthbert. Let us pray. This is an ancient prayer from North Uist in the Outer Hebrides, known as the Lighthouse Prayer. O God, who from last night's sweet rest dost me convey, to the light of joy of the day that is today, from the new light of this day be thou bringing me unto the light of guidance of eternity. From the new light today, be thou bringing me unto the guiding light of eternity. Amen. Our psalm this morning, Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and all that fills it. The compass of the world and all who dwell therein. He has founded it upon the seas, and set it firm upon the rivers of the deep. Who shall ascend to the hill of the Lord? Or who can rise up in his holy place? Those who have clean hands and a pure heart, who have not lifted up their soul to an idol nor sworn an oath to a lie. They shall receive a blessing from the Lord, a just reward from the God of their salvation. Such is the company of those who seek him, of those who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, O you gates, be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord who is mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts, he is the King of glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. O Lord of hosts, purify our hearts, that the King of glory may come in, your Son Jesus, our Redeemer. Amen. The Gospel reading begins in Luke chapter 10 at verse 25. And behold, a lawyer stood up to put him to the test, saying, Teacher! What shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, What is written in the law, and how do you read it? And he answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbour as yourself. 
he said to him, "'You have answered correctly. "'Do this, and you will live.' "'But he, desiring to justify himself, "'said to Jesus, "'And who is my neighbour? "'Jesus replied, "'A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho "'and fell among robbers "'who stripped him and beat him and departed, "'leaving him half dead.' Now by chance a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. He went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he set him on his animal and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And the next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper, saying, Take care of him. And whatever more you spend, I will repay you when I come back. Which of these three do you think proved to be a neighbour to the man who fell among the robbers? He said, The one who showed him mercy. Jesus said to him, You go and do likewise. Now as they went on on their way, Jesus entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house, and she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her to help me then. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Here ends the Gospel reading. Christ in my beginning, Christ there at my end, Christ be in my journey, Christ everlasting friend, Christ be in my waking, Christ at my repose, Christ in every action, Christ when eyelids close. Amen. Chapter 20 of Bede's Life of Cuthbert This is the place to recount another of the blessed Cuthbert's miracles, similar to one of our Father Benedict's, in which human pride and obstinacy are openly put to shame by the humble obedience of birds. One day, some ravens, which had long inhabited the island, were seen tearing the straw from the roof of the visitor's house 
and carrying it off to build their nests. The saint reproved them with a slight gesture of the right hand and told them to leave the monk's property alone. They merely scorned his command. "'In the name of Jesus Christ, depart forthwith!' he shouted. "'Do not dare remain to do more damage!' They flew off shamefacedly, almost before he had finished speaking. Three days later, one of the pair returned, and finding Cuthbert digging, stood before him, with feathers outspread and head bowed low to its feet in sign of grief. Using whatever signs it could to express contrition, it very humbly asked pardon. When Cuthbert realised what it meant, he gave permission for them to return. Back they came with a fitting gift, a lump of pig's lard. Cuthbert would often show this to his visitors, inviting them to grease their shoes with it. What care should not men take, he would say, to cultivate obedience and humility when the very birds hasten to wash away their faults of pride by prayers, tears and gifts. The birds stayed on the island many years to set men a good example of reform, building their nests but never presuming to do harm to anyone. Let no one think it ridiculous to learn a lesson in virtue from birds. Does not Solomon instruct us, Go to the ant, thou sluggard, consider her ways, and be wise? We come to our prayers of intercession. Let us bring the pain, darkness, tribulation, and suffering of the world before our Lord. We give thanks, O God, for the gift of life, for the life that has flowed down to us from those who have gone before, for the life that springs up from the earth around us, and for the life of thought and feeling and imagination that wells up from within. As we offer thanks for these signs of life that have so enfolded us in the gift of the morning sun, in the friendship and affection of others, and in the creativity that emerges from within our own souls, we pray for those who are denied a fullness of life, for those who are afraid because of the emptiness within, or uncertainties around them, for those who are bitter because of wrongs suffered in the past, or because of a refusal to forgive themselves, and for those whose hopes have been uprooted and who have come to loathe life because of the sufferings they have experienced or seen. We commend these ones in prayer, O God, as we pray also for those whom we constantly think of, for our loved ones and friends. And what we ask for these ones, 
We pray also for ourselves, that more and more we may know your life within us and within all people, and be bearers of hope for one another. Amen. The Collect, a prayer after St. Augustine. Almighty God, you have made us for yourself, and our hearts are restless till they find their rest in you. Pour your love into our hearts, and draw us to yourself, and so bring us at the last to your heavenly city, where we shall see you face to face, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. And we pray as our Saviour taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And finally, a prayer for ourselves. Eternal God, who knows neither morning nor evening, yet wraps us in love both night and day, lift the curtain from the world and the veil from our hearts, Rise with the morning sun upon our souls, and enliven our work and prayer. May we walk this day in the steps of your Son, who lived on earth and always worked in harmony with your will. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.